0: You're listening to Bodhi Light Tales, the podcast for mindful people on the go. Hello, this is Miao Guang. Today's Bodhi Light Tale is Choices for Life. In ancient India, there lived a royal couple, King Prasenajit and Queen Malika. The king loved his queen very much, and the couple got along well. Whenever the king was called away by his duties, he would miss his queen so much that he would try to return as soon as possible. When he returned, the queen would always joyfully welcome him home. On one such occasion, the king had returned to the palace a day earlier than planned but the queen was nowhere to be seen. He asked one of his ministers, Where is Queen Malikan? The queen went to a Buddhist retreat, replied the minister. How long has the queen been gone? The king asked. She has been gone for nearly a week. She will return tomorrow, the minister said. The next day, the king ordered the royal chef to prepare a feast. Filled with happiness, he patiently waited for his queen to come home. When the queen arrived back at the palace and saw her king, she said, Your majesty, you are back already. I thought you were supposed to come home later today. The king replied, I arrived yesterday. But you weren't here to greet me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was in a retreat, the queen said. Though the king was not pleased to hear that the queen participated in a Buddhist retreat instead of welcoming him, he brought out the precious jewels he had brought as gifts and offered them to her, saying, Look what I got for you. The queen shook her head and said, Your Majesty, I do not need these. Please give them to someone else. Although the king was disappointed to hear the queen's reply, he was still very much pleased to see her. He signaled his ministers for the feast to begin. As the food was being served, the king said, I have prepared a feast for you. As the queen saw the many dishes laid out, she thought, Oh no, I have just taken the precepts. If I was to eat this meat and drink this wine, I would break my precepts. But I cannot reject another of my king's gifts again. As the queen was caught in her dilemma, a minister spoke urgently to the king. The king then suddenly left the palace in a hurry, leaving the feast unfinished. A week later, when the king returned to the palace, the queen was yet again not there to welcome him. The king thought, What is happening to my queen? She used to greet me whenever I returned home. But now I am left to entertain myself upon my return. As it was lunchtime, the chef laid out many new dishes on the table. One of the ministers explained, Your Majesty, these new dishes were ordered by the Queen. The King was now furious and said with anger, Is this how she welcomes me now? With food? In the grip of his great anger, the King immediately ordered that the chef be executed. In those days, the king could execute anyone who displeased him. A common saying from that era was, if the king wants a minister dead, the minister must die. So if the king wanted to execute the chef, there was little anyone could do to change his mind. Of course, the chef did not wish to die, especially for no apparent reason other than the king's displeasure. So he reached out to the queen, begging her to plead his case to the king. When she heard of what happened, the queen thought, execution means killing, the taking of a life. That is against the precept I have taken. I cannot let this happen. I must save the chef, but how? She meditated on possible solutions and eventually came up with an idea. When the king returned from another trip, the queen was already waiting at the gates of the palace. She welcomed him joyfully and said, Majesty, I'm so pleased you're back safely at home. Seeing the queen's beautiful smile, the king's heart melted. The queen continued, We have not had a meal together for such a long time. We should celebrate with wine. Puzzled, the king asked, with wine? What about your precepts? My precepts are important, but you are just as important to me. I want to let you know how pleased I am to see you. But I have one request, the queen said. Feeling extremely happy, the king answered, My dear wife, I will give you anything you wish for. The queen then said, Good wine always goes well with delicious food. I wish for our chef to cook my favorite dishes. On hearing her request, the king panicked. Oh no, the chef! he quickly called out to his minister, stop the execution immediately, release the chef at once. Luckily, the execution had yet to take place, and so the chef was saved. The queen then explained to her king the meaning of observing the precepts and her initial intention of saving the chef. The precept of no killing means to respect life. Furthermore, the queen was willing to break her precept of no drinking of alcohol to save the chef. Reflecting on these matters, the king realized the harm he could have done. Touched and moved by the action and behavior of his queen, the king began to learn about and practice Buddhism, eventually becoming one of its greatest exemplars. This story highlights the true meaning of observing the precepts, which is not to infringe upon or violate others. In more detail, the five precepts are Refraining from killing means not to violate the lives of others. Refraining from stealing means not to violate the property of others. Refraining from sexual misconduct means not to violate the physical and mental integrity of others. Refraining from lying means not to violate the reputation and trust of others. Refraining from intoxicants means not to violate the wisdom and welfare of ourselves and others. Precepts are like a teacher that guides us in developing a wholesome mind, body and conduct. Precepts are like a shield, keeping us safe. Precepts are like a textbook filled with principles, increasing our virtues, so that others can feel comfortable in our company. In this story, the queen was willing to break the precept of no intoxicants by drinking alcohol to save a life, the chef's life. Her intention was pure and compassionate, and not for her selfish desire. Could this truly be considered as a breaking the spirit of the precepts? She seemingly broke one precept to uphold another, preserve life. It is important to note that no matter which religion we have faith in, we should not blindly and rigidly adhere to its discipline without conscious, mindful and constant reflection. We must learn to be flexible and use skillful means in applying the precepts in our daily lives. For example, how can we be compassionate and continue to save lives? Such is the true meaning of the precepts. Just as Venerable Master Xingyun says, better to observe the precepts imperfectly than to misunderstand the teachings and thereby lose faith in them. This is Miao Guang. Thank you for listening to Bodhi Light Tales. Subscribe to us and have stories delivered to you every week. May your day be filled with happiness and wisdom.